Fast Like Daniel by Scott Williams Chapter 3, A Call to Prayer Daily Scripture At this, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, these men said, We will never find any basis for charges against this man Daniel unless it has something to do with the law of his God. So these administrators and satraps went as a group to the king and said, May King Darius live forever! The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next 30 days, except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, your majesty, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius put the decree in writing. Daniel 6, verses 4 through 9. Daily Devotional Prayers are powerful when they are humble. Humility is such a great virtue. It's also one of the virtues that people will fake to try and claim their chunk of the humble pie. You know what I'm talking about. The people that walk around and say, I'm so humble. Give me a break. If you're humble, you're humble. You don't have to tell everyone. Humility is not something that you do or say. It's the essence of who you are. True humility is distinctly different from false humility. True humility is about recognizing that all good and perfect gifts, talents, and successes come from God. It's about submitting to God and the earthly authority that God may place over you. True humility happily embraces the successes, abilities, and gifts of others, particularly those that may surpass their own abilities. It's about celebrating God's blessings for yourself and others. False humility is about deprecating one's own sanctity, successes, gifts, talents, and accomplishments for the sake of receiving praise or flattery from other people. You will see this play out when someone has an amazing gift from God, and when people compliment them on those gifts, they respond with something like, Oh no, I'm not any good. That was horrible. There are so many people that are better than I am, etc. Stop with the false humility. A humble response is simply, thank you. You thank them for their compliment and you thank God for the gift that he has given you. When you are truly thankful for the gifts that God has given you, understand that your confidence comes from God and honestly understand that it's not about you. Humility will come naturally. Please don't confuse humility with the lack of confidence. The true reality is that humility and the confidence that I can do all things through Christ work in perfect harmony. Humble prayers are simply that, genuinely submitting yourself and your prayers humbly to God because of who he is. Daniel wasn't just a person of prayer. He was a man of humility before God. Think of the integrity and the hunger you see in Daniel as he prays three times a day on his knees before God. He wasn't demanding anything of the Lord. Three times a day, he humbly sought God out of his own need. Daniel's enemies couldn't find anything to use to trip him up. So they cooked up a plan to get him in trouble for praying. Could your enemies do the same? Or would a law about prayer not really cramp your style? Daniel prayed humbly before God three times a day, and it definitely got him in trouble. If we threw Christians in jail for praying publicly three times a day, 
I don't think we'd have prison overcrowding problems. When's the last time you got on your knees to pray? When's the last time you felt truly humble in prayer rather than just asking God for things? If it's been a while, you might want to try it. Are we hungry? I've traveled in Muslim countries and I've heard the mosques call to prayer five times a day. It's always challenged me. I serve the only true God, but I am not sure most Christians pray with that kind of commitment and regularity. Am I saying we should have loudspeakers reminding us to pray? No, but I think we can learn a great lesson from Daniel's consistency and integrity to continually follow his convictions no matter what was going on around him. We make time for everything. If you want to see a new movie, you'll find a way to go. If you want to go on a date, you'll make room in your schedule for it. If you want to shop, hit the gym, get your nails done, attend the sporting event, watch your favorite television show, or binge watch your favorite Netflix series, you will make time for it. But when's the last time you did that for prayer? If it has been a while since you found yourself praying humbly to the Lord, not just with a wish list, but genuinely seeking His will with your prayers, I suggest that during this fast is the perfect time for you to start creating a new habit of doing so. Isn't getting on your knees old-fashioned, you might ask? After all, we don't have many examples of people on their knees in our day. No one kneels to the president, after all. Yet, I would challenge you that we need gestures of humility now as much or more than any time in history. Think of all the leaders within the church and in the world at large who have fallen or are currently falling from their position because they thought they could get by with anything. At one time, even these people had humble beginnings, but they did not stay humble and their pride cost them a great fall. Here's the deal. When you find yourself on your knees, often humbly praying to God, even if you fall, guess what? You're not going to fall very far. The Bible says it this way, Humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. 1 Peter 5 and 6. We see this illustrated throughout scripture. People humble themselves in prayer and God lifts them up. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane humbled himself before God in prayer. Do you remember what he said? Not my will, but yours be done. Luke 22 and 42. If the Son of God prayed this way, on his knees, I think that's a pretty good example for us. When we get down on our knees, our prayers get lifted up. You've got to get down before you can get up. Maybe you are in a rough place right now and you're down. That's the perfect time to get down so he can lift you up. You've got nowhere else to go. As you're fasting and praying, let your body language be in harmony with your words. Then God's answer will harmonize with your requests. Daily Journal Number 1. What do you think about getting on your knees to pray? If it feels religious to you, are you willing to let God show you a way to demonstrate your humility with actions as well as words? Number 2. Daniel prayed three times a day. What could that tell us about our own prayer lives? What does it mean to pray without ceasing? See 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Number three, if anyone had a right to forget humility, it would be God in the flesh, right? So why do you think that Jesus models humility to us? See today's prayer to learn a little more about being humble like Jesus. Daily prayer, quickly read the following scriptures and ask God what he'd like to show you about being humble like Jesus. He, Jesus, withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, 
Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Luke 22, 41-43 And being found in appearance as a man, he, Jesus, humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Philippians 2 and 8 Jesus, you did not think equality with God was something to be grasped, but you lived your time on earth in humility to be an example for us. Help me to fast and pray in humility like you and Daniel. Please show me how to make this a lifelong part of my relationship with you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Fasting tip. Keep it real. By now, it's real. The first day you can get by because you're pumped. The second, you're hopefully still motivated. But by the third, you're no doubt seeing that even a Daniel fast takes commitment. It's time to remind yourself why you're doing this. Is it just a diet change for 21 days? Or are you really making more room for God? The more emphasis you place on making room for God during your fast, the less you'll think of it as a diet and the more you'll think of it as an opportunity. Join me tomorrow for chapter four, Haters.